Art Show. Welcome to the Zard Show. We're gonna talk about music, music and do a whole lot of and conversate about politics. No, we're not. Sponsored by the Grassy Knoll. Sponsored by Sponsored by the Illuminati. Sponsored by the Federal Reserve. Sponsored by every conspiracy that ever existed. You are somewhat manic host, Zard. Alright, so without further ado. We have Ethan Fields. Oh my God. You have no idea. I'm so stoked. I'm so stoked to talk to you. Dude, I'm super stoked too. Dude, you seem like a stoked, a stoked guy in general. I'm, I'm always stoked. I'm not going to lie. From the first text, you know, I, I, talk, I, I reach out to a couple of people to do the show and a lot of them just go, they, they had this professional, hello, we, I will, yes, uh, 10 minutes, please. You know, you're just like ready to go. 9:30. Hey, let's do this podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Like I was, I was in the bathroom. I saw the email. I responded. Yanked that toilet paper. And here, we, I'm just kidding. I, I responded after finishing the, the bathroom. So I, I feel like I feel like 90% of all transactions done via phone are like you always have to know like this might be on the bathroom right now. Like you know. Yeah. There's that bathroom FOMO. Um, oh. so, so, dude, I just want to talk about because I, I think. I think you're killing it right now. Honestly, I think, I, I don't know if it's LED Lightroom. I don't know if it's the, no, nah. I, I don't know what it is, but uh, I, I was just doing like most of us do, talking about toilet. Uh, you know, I was on the toilet and I was going through Instagram Reel and Instagram algorithm seems to love you, dude. It seems to just pump you up to the very top every single time. Yeah, I, I'm really lucky in that regard. I guess, you know, Facebook, Instagram are, are really great companies. So, you know, it's, it's awesome that, you know, we're in their, their back pocket. But, um, so what, what I've been seeing is that like, so I'm trying to get this, this picture all cleared up because from what I can tell from just your Instagram, a quick scroll, I did like a two minute stock. It seems that you started literally what, two months ago, three months ago, like making, making Gen Z content. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I had always made music, uh, since high school, you know, recording and producing, but my presence, I guess, on TikTok and Reels started, I guess, back in April. Um, and so it was sort of just like a quarantine project. Like, let's make some fun videos and see where it goes. And so I started doing these music mashups that got a lot of traction. And so for a while, I was on the mashup wave. But more recently, to your point about the Gen Z stuff, um, that started about a month ago, started writing these like silly jingles, you know, trying to just speak to like what people are going through every day. And um, it's, it's really worked out. It, obviously, like, it's still kind of like this experiment, like figuring out what format's going to work best and really dialing the, dialing in the aesthetic. But um, yeah, so that's sort of like the timeline. Yeah, I do not think it is uh, an experiment anymore. I think this experiment has gotten out of the lab. <laughs> yeah, mad, mad scientist, Dr. I, Octopus vibes. Yeah, I think, I think this experiment has totally got out of the labs. You know, well, basically when I, when I saw your stuff, it really reminds me, um, I think your nervous energy comes from like an all gas, no brakes kind of vibe mix with bill Wirtz. i mean you can't deny that that dude has like a mad influence on you totally i mean the history of japan history of the world two of the greatest i was gonna say youtube videos but actually i paused because it could be pieces of art of all time that we're talking about here i mean he's he is goaded in every regard the music the timing of the 
comic relief you know the visuals it all just it's 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 amazing no that dude, this is exactly what i think you're tapping into 100 percent. it's like this this nervous energy and you know it's so interesting is because he, he was doing the thing of course on youtube but you i think that every you're definitely taking it and you're doing your own like you're definitely putting your own spin on it like i listened to your your slight discography which is like i don't know 20 songs 15 songs they're all dope but you know it, but it's a, it's, a, it's a totally different vibe like he goes for a way more like uh neo uh realism with like he's very respected you just kind of you do your own thing it's it's again it's that nervous energy that i think is is really cool so you started doing this like two or three months ago right you just like, right. i'm quarantined like the rest of us how about i don't know i just use my camera to put this funny stuff out there did, did you ever t- walk me through that process from the very beginning like when you start you said hey now I'm a music, I'm a musician, but why don't, why don't, I'm going to do some TikTok. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of trial and error. Initially, when I started on TikTok in April, I was trying to do these just comedy videos, grasping at trends that were happening. So, for example, Run by AWOL Nation was this trending sound. So I did this bit where it's like watching a play, but it's in 1864. And so the character in the video is Abraham Lincoln. So like at times with like the beat switch and run to where he's like suddenly slumped into the chair, like very dark stuff, like Bo Burnham vibes. Um, but that wasn't really sticking too well until I did this video. It was like Wii Sports as the 1975s because I was playing Wii one time and I was like, man, these synthesizers sound exactly like something the 1975 would do. So um, did that matchup video and that's sort of what, what got the ball rolling. And so uh, early on, I was just doing bands that I knew really well. So like Tame Impala, Nirvana, like just these big, classic heads and um now or i guess I, this would be midsummer i still d- do the mashups now but a little bit less but i started learning basically how to impersonate bands and i would spend every day just like on the treadmill like singing over the speaker and like trying to like replicate the voice um to the point where like i think we've done like at least like 25 different artists now and so yeah that, that's that been really cool so i guess to to get to your po- point about like the gen z stuff like i don't know i've been seeing a lot of bill words lookalikes on tiktok or like people trying to replicate that style of you know putting text to music and a catchy format but uh i think too many people are trying to like just straight up copy it like they're very like neo soul jazzy and uh you know that's not really like what i do and i thought like oh this is a great way to sort of tie it into my musical universe so it's like how do we create a bill words type video that feels current and modern and uh has the aesthetics that like kids love kids being like you know people our age and yeah. whatnot. I don't, how old are you charles i'm sorry i'm 28 but i'm aging fast <laughs> wow okay yeah that, you, you have a, a youthful vibrance yeah that that's all the that's all the nad and oxygen tanks that i do but uh, i love that it's all, it's all the child blood that i've been drinking but it's it seems to do the trick um <laughs> But, uh, no, I mean, so, so you're doing, so basically I have like a lot of, like a lot of clients and stuff that I, uh, engineer for or, or mix and master for, but I, I tell them like th- what you're doing like right now is like what I feel like is this new, uh, world. I feel like so many people I see them I'm like, like, ah, oh, man, I just put together a 600 song EP and I'm going to put it out on spotify with absolutely no more you know they don't they don't do anything i feel like this is the most direct way to do things i mean how many songs i don't know about you personally but how many songs have you seen recently just blow up um for like bada doobie how am i saying that wrong the coffee song Beba, Beba doobie. Yeah. yeah 
that one. So she's so great. Yeah, or 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 ben, Beanie Benny. I don't know. Yeah. About the pronunciation, but there's so many songs. Even the Gus Dapperson song got like mad play, and it just bam. Okay, and it makes sense because I'm, when I'm going throughout my day, I can't help but go like do that Travis Scott coding got me tripping. I don't because you see it so many times on the on the on the on the talk, you know. And so I think it's a great uh, venue for music. And then honestly, I'm almost on the camp that like music is dead. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it just seems like I don't know how many people have just broken out just like, hey, I'm just doing music. I'm a music for music's sake. I'm going to put it out on Bandcamp. I mean, sometimes I think sometimes it works if you're like a lot of local following. But I think isn't isn't the way just rapid iteration, all visual. And then and then once you get that platform. So, you know, then you're like, Bam, OK, here I am. Yeah, totally. I think you're touching on a lot of things there. Um, yeah, it's amazing how the app is making songs trend in the type of music that's trending is different than pop music even in in 2019 i would say like there's just this even the the names like benny and biba doobie like it, it's designed for digital format you don't have to necessarily know how to say it you just you look at the characters like the characters of text and you, you see it's it looks intriguing just like on a that like visual level so then sonically like people are using all these also, is my mic clipping at all? Am I talking to you? Yeah, it's clipping, but I think, I don't know. I can't tell if that's part of an aesthetic or <laughs> bass boosted. Or that, or that raw, like, oh, this is a raw-ass interview. Oh, this is before Ethan Fields had the good microphone. Right, right. I mean, this is, well, yeah, just like the, well, you know, like the Shure mics. Um, all right, this should be a little bit better. So, yeah, what was I saying? So you have all these crazy sonic palettes. Like I'm thinking of like you know the artist six four five AR. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but the song for the trap is like like so you have all these weird vocal samples and like chops of bits and pieces from like found sound forming songs, which I don't think like we've seen since maybe the mid nineties when sampling like really like blossoms like DJ Shadow and right. uh, P Rock and whatnot. Um, what was your question? I feel like I, I went on like a huge tangent there. I, I was just saying that how. Um, I, I'm trying to recommend like through this podcast, like trying to help uh, people who are coming up in the scene or younger artists. And I'm just like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I want them to, of course, work on music because that's that's the craft. That's the thing that we like all aspire to do. I mean, everybody wants to be Kevin Parker and wants to be Tam Paula. But I'm just like, I wish like, please, like take one, take that two song that you were going to put on the EP that are, are masterpieces and shelve them and just do just follow some of the use your voice you know use your artistic voice and do something on tiktok or just do something and put something on youtube like just even if it's just raw i've seen so many people uh, blow up like this girl su lee this korean girl she did this thing called i'll just dance have you seen that video is it uh like the three screens uh, uh, maybe i'm thinking of something else she's just this little indie artist that just blew i mean i've seen i literally I, mean, I did the internet stalking with her with her too so you she literally was posting on reddit she's and you see like this post hundreds of posts where she's posting on reddit hey this is my new song and she just literally takes a camera and just dances to her song and just little scribbles on it and then it just took one and it was honestly a fire song so if you have like some sort of like talent some sort of already good bass and you just translate that to a visual medium that's how you do it and that, and that's what enables us until Spotify actually wants to pay us something more than, uh, you know, 10 cents on right. every 200,000 streams. Uh, you need to do this. I feel like, I, and so that's why I want to talk to you. That's why I'm so excited to talk to you, dude, because I think, you know, again, we're talking like you started two, three months ago, right? And just look what, look at that X factor of scalability and it just, 
There you go. And, and you're just dope. I mean, that, that's the thing. I know. I'm going to hype you up. This is the hype. <laughs> but it's true, dude. Like, your stuff is so dope. It's so raw. Like, I was going, I was listening to my car. I was just driving around listening to it. And I was like, there's a lot of versatility there. I wouldn't say you have, like, one defined sound. But uh, what's the one track I wanted to, to bring up? I think it was Yellow. Yellow is such a bop, all right? And so is New Thing, right? They're just, like, these – I mean – I can see them on almost any regular bedroom pop uh, thing, any playlist, right? It, it's just instantly good. But how how the hell am I ever going to go, oh, you know, like, am I going to search up fields? Am I going to find something through the algorithm? Like, how else am I going to find you, dude? And, th- and that's this is what I'm trying to say. Like, th- I found you through a, a, a 20 second, because all your stuff is produced, by the way, really well. Like, all the TikTok, you know, EQ'd, they're pretty mastered pretty well. Um, and uh, I just... This is, this is this is dope i mean i'm calling it now i've been thinking about this i'm calling it now i think if you keep the experiment going for one year i would say by june of next year one million followers on tiktok one million followers probably two three hundred k on instagram you know dude that'd be cash money i mean i i really appreciate all the hype dude it, it means a ton for sure um it's definitely you know the the product i think of like wanting to do this for a long time like i've been producing music in garage bands but since i was like 10 and so it's just sort of like been in my bones in a way to like put music out into the world and so i don't know it just happened to be like a perfect storm of you know you have these video apps coming up and being in college and having these sort of like coming of age experiences like might as well like broadcast yourself to the world and kind of have this music be the soundtrack to your life you know definitely i mean so when i when i was in college which i still am because i'm taking a tenure degree but when i was early in college my first my first two years of my tenure degree uh vine was coming up and you know after that i actually left college for a little bit and went to la and uh one of my neighbors you might know him uh was logan paul he was in the in oh the, no way yeah he was in the co- apartment complex next to me um and it was crazy seeing uh, Jake and Logan. I mean, used to see Logan running around Hollywood just working out. I mean, he's just a regular dude. Um, but he, uh, him and Jake both, uh, in some internet history, basically positioned themselves super well. When they, they saw this thing coming, and, and it's, I think it's not much about the medium, it's about how you capitalize the medium initially. You know, and I think, I think people think, especially as TikTok becomes more mainstream and people are, you know, the ban and all this sort of stuff, you know, becoming mainstream media, um, people think, Nah, it's too it's too far to reach i can't do it there's already too many people there's already uh, that one girl dixie d'amelio has 30 million people it's like no 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 this is still like a very viable option but you have to put out good content like and you said like like you said you were following trends you were figuring out these mashups you were, you had a specific discipline you know hey you, you know what you were good at hey i'm a musician i've done this forever and then you had like your sense of humor and maybe not everyone has that uh, sense of humor but they do have something that they can do whether and so it's like damn i'm just like tr- i'm struggling i'm trying to get people on the train and this is someone who like myself is not on the train at all like i'm not doing it but i there was a period two years ago where i was like okay should i like stop everything i'm doing and do the tiktok full-time which would probably would have done well but i, I just want to like put it out i want to reach out to someone like you who has been doing so well and then I, i'm like uh the cool thing is like uh, I, I know there are some weird TikTok trends, some weird, weird rapper trends that maybe they just have a mic and they just put on auto-tune and, you know, and, and it blows up and that's cool because I, I like those songs as well. But you have like, as again, from mentioning your song, other songs like uh, uh, Yellow and um, did I get, yeah, all that. It's, just, it's like you have, you already had the potential built in. So when you were like ready, like, I think you're now like positioned ready for the, 
you're ready. You're ready for it. You're like, you're not going to get blocked. You're not going to tell us as a one-off. You're like, Hey, well, I've been doing this like since 10 years old, I've been clicking buttons. So like, I'm ready to go. Exactly. I think, um, so to your earlier point about like certain songs kind of blowing up and getting that exponential rise, like there's that risk for a lot of artists, like that they can't, uh, capitalize on that success and then they kind of fade away. So like my biggest concern going into all this is like i don't want to be a person who's known for example making the cooler than me nirvana song so that that's been like the most popular one thus far um and and what's that it's good i'm just saying unfortunately i I mean again i really love i really love the other tracks i think new thing is like totally your own vibe but yeah it's unfortunate that the nirvana covers like numero uno because i think you're more than that but go ahead no yeah i mean i totally appreciate that like you've gone through the whole discography and you know i I love the cover like it sounds great but uh i I was very deliberate about not letting that define the page i i think it's more important to kind of build a solid following and have people have sort of an expectation of who you are as opposed to oh he's he or she or they they're the person that made this you know um and so yeah the goal is like to just be patient keep a sort of if you see something that works ideate upon it and expand that idea so like uh with with the jingles you know that's kind of become its own series and even now like i'm sort of pivoting away from that to just do like straight up comedy the goal being that like yeah we're just sort of like fleshing out all aspects of my personality to the point where like if we do do a big release like next year like i'm probably going to put out like a single or an ep that's like a little bit more serious in terms of like just reach and stuff and promo um yeah definitely uh, so like that, it's gonna position that release like very well for success. I think. What what? Uh, we gotta take a, a few steps back. But what what was the moment where like you just like hey, this is working. Like you, you didn't get like a million likes or something. Like what's that like? Just first of all, what's that experience like? You just because I think people think like it's a fantasy. They see you, they see an image, they see a face. They they correlate that with like oh, this guy is famous. He's always no no. You're just regular guy. You're just Ethan just chilling and you're like i'm bored in my room what's it like when it just finally pops off for you you know what's that feeling how do you deal with that how do you deal with this influx you're like whoa what the hell yeah that's a great question you know it, it's weird because it, it's kind of like sisyphus pushing the rock up the hill like you think that i'm gonna hit uh well this i i would say is like more later on in the the success quote unquote uh early on i was just like super like uh ho-hum about everything like wow 1,000 followers this is great this is way more than I have on Instagram, even you know, something like that. Uh, and so it was just like a motivating factor to just keep turning out vids. So there was a point, I think in July where I was making a TikTok like every two to three days, just like really, really like grinding on it. Um, now I've done it a lot less, but certain videos were definitely like huge touch points in that rise. So like, uh, the first video to go viral really was this last Friday night as 100 Gex uh, mashup. And so, I don't know, Gex just have such a cult following and it lines up well with the age demographic of people on TikTok. So that one like immediately like gave somewhere between 10 to 15,000 followers in like two days. So like that was huge. So, you know, looking at the graph, there's like a few humps like that. There's a second 100 Gex video that did the same thing. Um, and pr- pretty much like once it crossed into the threshold of where you had like random people sort of like migrating over to your Instagram page and like treating, like when people start to treat you as an artist and not necessarily as your friend, like I, early on, it was very much like, Ethan, this is so cool. I'm so hyped you're on the app. Whereas now it's just like total randos who are like, oh my gosh, I would fuck them so badly or something like that. And that's like kind of w- weird to think about that there's like, randos out there who are saying this without like any filter so i would say like that was the threshold because once you have that trust of of random people that's when you can start to really be weird so in a way 
okay like i was kind of guarded more genuine tone well not even genuine because i think i'm genuinely like kind of weird and nervous so but now i'm like really just letting that loose with the understanding that like people have come to appreciate it so yeah i'd say like that started probably with the with the jingles of just like getting into this new character so so to speak do you like your friends around you i don't even know where you are don't disclose that probably but <laughs> what state um i'm like 20 minutes from downtown orlando all right perfect i'm sure these stalkers will love it if they were fun <laughs> but uh so like you're like your regular buds your friends around there in orlando you're like uh, they're like hey is it is it you see any like minor social change like just within your own friend group you're like oh oh he's that he's doing tiktoks he thinks he's so cool or any of those like backhanded <laughs> <laughs> yeah i see what you mean i mean you know it's been so weird because i honestly haven't socialized in months because of the pandemic so i haven't like seen people in person since like i would say june uh so that that's been a little strange so i honestly can't can't even tell like i've been like recognized by people in zoom classes which is really fun and cool like just like random lectures you know somebody's like hey i, I saw you on the fyp so that's been fun but generally friends have been like super supportive like i at least up in college you know i had a reputation for being a musician like played in a, a band up there and like people kind of knew what i was up to so it's largely just been like people like oh wow like this is so great that people are finally seeing the music so yeah people are super supportive they're like hey it's on board now how did how the heck did you get how did you, you took over the harvard page yeah yeah so that, that was just like through through a friend like they do instagram takeovers periodically and uh she reached out and was like hey would you be interested in doing the takeover i was like sure why not this should be fun and so i'd been kind of looking at the page for a while like seeing how other students were posting on it and it's very like by the book like st students at harvard are like kind of programmed a certain way to introduce themselves like oh i live in this house i study this thing so i was trying to like push back on that a little bit by sort of having fun with it so i put like the spotify the less i know the better song link on there like ironically even though like to you know all the random adults looking at the page is probably like oh tame impala this is a good artist or whatever you know what i mean i think so, be generous. i don't even know if they know what that is they might have heard it sometimes I, I think it's just funny imagine like some phd astrophysics guy and he's just he just works every day on just trying to understand the universe and he just clicks oh he's, he's, he, he, he does the old man click with the phone and just click and he's going through the story he just sees you just like do it you're like he's like oh this school what has happened right right in my tenure it was it was all good <laughs> that's so funny i mean yeah it's like the whole I, I saw it as like a great opportunity to just lean into the satire that i already do on on tiktok it's sort of like you know at, at the largest level is like taking over the verified harvard page and then posting like really really silly stuff that like is on brand with my content um i'm surprised they they even let that happen because like yeah. i feel like it, it's like embarrassing for the school in some aspects but it's also not like it's they, not they make fun of itself more you know I'm super surprised i i mean like i saw your thing and i was thinking about it and i was like oh i was like wait a second i could definitely reach out to this guy maybe i might have a chance i might have a glimmer before like you know poof, before the whole prediction thing and so i was like then i was like and then i was like oh no nah, he got featured on harvard he's not gonna respond to you know he fucking hates me that's how i feel about things <laughs> no dude I, I i'll talk to like anyone like for real like i mean obviously like i mean this is gonna sound like such a dumb flex but like there are a lot of message requests but every day i'll just like pick random ones and like just text for a little bit and it's yeah it's really fun like especially being quarantined in a pandemic it's like yeah any social interactions you can get like are, are great especially with random people because it's like this you're both just like being weird with each other and like you can't tell if the other person's being genuine or not so like yeah it's it's, it's a fun experience from the very you started morning 
you're a good guy. All right. You started the conversation with good morning. That's a good one. That's a good. You didn't say, oh, we're doing the interview yet. Hey, you're a little late. No, it's hey, what's up? Good morning. That's nice. Yeah. You're yeah. Not- you got to be a little passive aggressive. Like morning. What's up? I'm just chilling. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. It was so chill, dude. Like I, we could do this anytime. Like I'm vibing. I, I'm out at 11. So we're, we're all good. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, okay. Another thing I, I noticed really quickly is that it's like you, you seem to stick uh, with short form content. I don't see anything on YouTube. You're not taking over the, the why, why? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, so YouTube is something that I want to break into and I, I'm very cognizant of the fact that like there needs to be sort of a plan on there. I don't want to just kind of throw things on YouTube because with TikTok and Reels, there's like a very set aesthetic and people know what to expect. Um, and YouTube, similarly, I feel like the, you know, the feed should have uh, that continuity to it. So, I mean, I might like put up TikToks and Reels on there just to sort of get an initial subscriber base. Right now, there's another Ethan Fields on YouTube who posts like fishing videos. And so I, looked up. I was like, dang, Ethan catch this fish. <laughs> yeah. So obviously like fish people aren't necessarily our demographic so we need to sort of purge that um if you think about the ratio from fish to people on the planet there's way more fish out there so that's true that's true maybe maybe this is this is like one of those eye-opening moments where like after the podcast like rip off the headphones and start like you know interviewing the fish i don't even know what i'm saying i don't even know what i'm saying so like, uh, so yeah, YouTube, I, I definitely see that as a space for, for music promo, like videos, very high quality stuff. Um, definitely want to start shooting videos for the, the new stuff that I'm recording. That'll probably happen in winter after the stuff is like kind of finalized. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for that. Right. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I, honestly, I, I'm kind of the mentality where I think because it's just, it, think about whatever the content is. Anyway, I mean, you can maybe detickify it a little bit. Uh, maybe like removing some of the tags, but I think just putting up that stuff anyways, there are so many YouTube videos that are 30 seconds long anyways. Like it, it is a weird thing, but I do think putting like longer, more maybe exclusive content on there would be cool. But I think you should just go. I was actually surprised. I was like, whoa, you know, you, you have all this short firm content. You're doing well there. You even have a little webby, which is nice, but it's like, where, where's the YouTube? You know, I thought that was like a key point. I was just surprised. Um, I think, I think the last thing I really want to talk about is like, um, I think it's Mental Health Awareness Month, isn't it? Today or, or this week or next week. Um, how, uh, so you're, you're, you're getting all this traction. It's nice. It's cool. But I think something that another thing people don't really talk about is that there is a extreme pressure. And what is that pressure? I mean, you're doing school. You're doing other things. You're living your life. But now what is that pressure that you see? Like you said, you don't want to just, just fade away. And I think a lot of people have that feeling. So how do you do that? And how do you deal with the pressure of just like, like do you wake up going like you're just like a a heavy weight on your chest it's just like oh my god okay uh what can i uh make lampoon today what can i uh make a 30 second video of today Get, give me your your thoughts about how you deal with that yeah totally it's stressful in a logistic sense of just you have finite hours in the day to, to work on your craft and so with being in school it's it's a lot to keep up with your assignments do videos and short form content and then also record music and uh, for me, I, I'm trying to sort of reshuffle the priorities in a way. Like, obviously, I still want to you know, do well in school, get passing grades or whatever, get the degree. But like, I, I want to make sure that I'm like devoting enough time to make that quality music. And so there's there's this great tension of fulfilling your school requirements while also looking at the bigger picture of like you know, because like you have people in your ear now like saying like, oh, you know, if, if you sign with us or this management team, like we can get you to this level. I mean, even talking in this podcast like you mentioned like oh next june million followers so like right now it's just like a lot of like random suits and heads like just like 
just kind of showing you the glitz and glamour of, oh, this could potentially be you if you do these three steps, you know? And so it, it does feel like a way in a way to sort of live up to that expectation, not necessarily because I feel like I'm incapable of it, but because right now it's like, it's just, it's, it's going to take a level of work that I don't think I, I'm putting in. And that'll come once the semester ends. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about taking some time off in the spring to really, really delve into this and kind of just like make the best shit possible. Uh, so who knows? It, it'll probably all work out in the end. But right now, especially with the world condition, I'm sorry, were you about to say something? No, I was going to say, go ahead and pull a Zuckerberg. You know, I think taking off sometime in the spring would be a really smart idea. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, that on top of the world conditions, on top of being isolated from friends, on top of like, you know, romantic stuff that's fallen through, like, you know, it can just sometimes feel like, like the walls are closing in, so to speak. Um, and a lot of ways, those those sentiments I think show up in the content, which is great because it's like energy to channel all that. So like, like this one jingle I have, like "I'm lonely, don't talk to me," is like this very paradoxical phrase. But like, I think a lot of people resonate with that. Like, some people just want to be by themselves for a little bit, um, and they crave the interaction. But then there, there's also the anxiety that comes with the interaction. So you're kind of like just socially trapped, you know? Um, so I, I guess that, I think that's yeah. What an artist does right they connect emotionally with somebody they connect through whatever medium they choose to use you know um for you is like humor and music um i just think i just oh yeah i just, I just want to worry i just worry you know my paternal instinct to just to worry man like i've seen a lot of people in, in hollywood and other places they they burn out hard even bill works like he doesn't upload things in a while because i think he burns out the pressure everything coming up on him so i just want to make sure that you know at least we have some sort of discussion about just like being aware of that. You know, I think it's, it's cool to push. It's cool. You're getting all this traction. Yeah. I want to, I want my prediction to come true, but I also want to make sure you don't fucking go, go crazy, <laughs> you know, dealing with, dealing with internet trolls, dealing with all this stuff and, and feeling like you absolutely have to, because either way you can, you can live a fulfilling life without being famous on TikTok. I, I'm doing it. It's possible. Yeah, totally. Dude. I, I appreciate you bringing up that conversation. I think the, the big thing is like to, to not get, Tra trapped into one pursuit for too long so it's it's nice like uh pivoting between music and in videos and comedy because if, if one thing isn't fulfilling you know you you can kind of like try another realm um i think a lot of people like get a lot of musicians get stuck in that like oh, i have to record the next album and you hear about bands going into like depressive phases because for whatever reason the inspiration isn't striking it's the type of thing where like you can't just like i cal oh music recording seven to ten and i'm gonna you know get a song out of it like so it's a, it's such an organic thing and the the way this industry is and the way like tiktok is set up not tiktok but like just short form content people expect you to regularly produce so there's a tension between the expectation of regularly producing and then also uh producing content that's has longevity and like a broader cultural significance than just like the 15 seconds of dopamine that you're giving to people you know so so with some of this this success you've seen tell me this is another thing tell me about these the sharks that come out Cause they do. What? How do you? How do you even navigate that? I mean, this is a weird interview. Like, hey, or like a weird email from a weird guy like me. I'm like, hey, what's up? Let's do a podcast. And you're like, yeah, cool. But what do you do when they're like, hey, what's up? This is Wealth Branch Management, and we uh, would love to represent you for, you know, what? What are you doing? How? How are you? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's just a lot of like running the phones every week. Uh, the the way most managers operate is they'll kind of just initiate a conversation without upfront saying like. I'm going to offer you like X percentage of uh, for you to produce, you know, this amount of albums with us or whatever. Like it's, it's not really like that. Like they, they want the relationships to form organically, which is like really good. Um, 
but it, it's still like you know it takes some vetting on both sides so like you want to as an artist like look at who are their clientele uh, what do other artists say about them who were potentially considering working with them? And then like, what are their just overall philosophies? So like a lot of times in these phone calls, well, each, each manager sort of has a slightly different vision of like what Ethan Fields is. So like some people are really intrigued by, for example, the, the comedy writing and they almost see like sort of this like Fred Armisen SNL route, you know, potentially, whereas other people are like more interested in just pure music making and they they sort of leave it up to the artist to chart that path. Um, I mean, I will say, like, there's, there's definitely, uh, well, I don't want to show my hand too much here, but, like, there's, there's some groups that are, that are emerging that, that I'm really excited to work with, and it just, like, it's really a matter of time before, like, getting the confirmation that, like, the, the goal is just, you know, whatever a shark ends up kind of, like, working with me, like, is, can we get music out to the largest number of people possible and create the best stuff at the end of the day? And so that's sort of just, like, where the main evaluation is centered around um yeah it was a little bit of a winding answer but uh, and so what also like what do you use to produce and and how long does each each talk take you you know on average yeah that's a great question so uh the production is of the videos is super lo-fi like i just literally have an amazon tripod and shoot on iphone for everything i actually shoot in instagram to get the filters using the hands-free stuff um which is a little tedious at times to edit but uh well not really. It just breaks it up into 10 second clips. Luckily, the videos are short. Right. Algorithm is picking you up on an FYP. Maybe, maybe, dude. I, that'd be crazy if it de detected. Actually, it wouldn't be crazy at all. Like they have awesome technology. Um, so from from a music front, I guess for finishing the video. So I, I edit them in iMovie, and then for sort of the special text and effects, like for example, like the zooms and, and things like that, uh, I'll use this program called Motion, uh, which is like uh, Apple's like effects program that it's supposed to work with final cut i got it when i was 12 thinking that it was final cut because i was not smart um and it ended up laying dormant for years but now like i'm realizing oh this is a great like text editing tool and it's, it's great to get that custom font that i use on everything um so that's on the video side on the music side I, everything is just produced in logic pro like and pretty stock like i got ozone this summer just to do my own masters because originally i was like going through lander which is this like ai mastering website you know um but yeah i think it's like stock logic sounds a lot of people are surprised by that they're like a lot like the most common form of dm early on when i was doing music stuff was like what what's your DAW? what's your synth and it's like you still have to make the sounds you know it's not like you can just like download uh you know the 1975 from online and they're on your computer although now you actually can because they've like uploaded all their stems which is a separate thing but so, so it's just it's just logic, it's custom made sounds, and it's a little bit of ozone. Yeah, you know, fun fact about Lander, I think they have, uh, I think they have like two hundred employees. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. That I don't crazy? know about like what I would have expected, but yeah, I think it's like five guys. You know, I we're making this Landering. No, it's like a it's like a huge corporate operation. I I, that, I know just weird Google facts. I was like, wow, that, that one uh, that one took me back. That's cool. I mean, they're definitely like trying to break into that distribution realm so I, I can see why that would need more heads um that's really cool yep dude all right so this is ethan fields uh dude i'm honestly again I, i'm on the hype train you know not too much not too much pressure i already have enough shit going on but um i think it's great dude i think you have an organic voice i think you resonate i think you capture that pandemic sound of isolation loneliness and and the frustration we all feel uh and i think it's just great and i want you just to continue to do what you do at your own pace 
And this is awesome, dude. Honestly, awesome. I can't wait to be on the toilet just flipping through FYP, hopefully seeing some more Ethan Fields soon, you know? That's amazing, man. And thanks so much, Charles, for inviting me out. This is the first podcast I think I've done. Um, so do you have that claim to fame potentially? Who knows? This might flame out. This could just be like a funny thing you look back on. No, no, but, yeah. I don't think so. That, that experiment in the spring, that's going to go well, man. <laughs> Appreciate you, dude. Thank you. That's been another episode of The Zard Show. Thanks for sticking around and being a part of my life. I appreciate you. If you enjoyed the show, go ahead and like and subscribe or share the episode. If you'd like to support me further, I have a Patreon or you can donate at thezardshow.com. Remember to be kind, stay humble, and let your curiosity guide you to a better you. See ya.